This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is... Joshua Tiki, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno. All right, we're back. We made it another we're week. Oh, my it. God. This is for real. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real one. We're not testing, Yeah, folks. this is no, te- no yeah. test on this yeah. one. This is not no a take test backs. week. Sometimes no take backs. No do-overs. Test weeks. Yeah. We just sit here and we talk for an hour. They're like, well, okay, we got it, guys. <laughs> we got it. And then yeah. let's go. Okay, press record. Yeah. Press record. None of our listeners would ever believe that. No, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so we do, we have a, we we did do a little pre-gaming on this one to come up with a, a topic um, that, that we feel like we can make a, an interesting and fun episode out of. Yeah, this is born out of some stuff we, we kind of all want to talk about and, and, are, and are annoyed by, but yet um, it's really hard to uh, concisely get on top of what this is we want to talk about. Right. So it might just be a big cluster. Yeah. Yep. Um, and whatever. But it, at the same time... Should I get the whiskey then if it's going to yeah. be a big cluster? <laughs> we might as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will never say no to that. If it's a cluster, does whiskey make it better or worse? Uh, better, or better, 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 way for, better, better, way for better for me. Yeah, right. Better but for the listener, worse. Well, I don't know. Toss up. It's yeah. a toss up. At least gives them an excuse as to there's, why. There's yeah. got to be like a bell curve of the amount of whiskey versus how good the podcast right, is. Right. There is probably diminishing returns at a certain point. Right. Mm-hmm. No. For sure. <laughs> um, no. At some point, it's virtually unlistenable. So the the yeah. idea of this is um, pro- proving Aikido, like, and and what that means, and and how one would even go about it, um, and you know maybe even maybe talking about proving sort of martial arts in a in a more general sense, but uh, you know obviously Aikido is the thing that we're studying, and it's the thing that you see all the time. People going, oh, Aikido is this or that, or Aikido works or doesn't work or is better for this or that than yep. the other thing and at a certain point you have to say um okay tell me more like how prove it there's only so much talking you can do before you have to just go okay well but you're making all these assertions but what are you basing them right. on well, yeah. where, where you know well, and, and and you know so we're doing talking but like what you know I think that I think there's lots of ways to talk about proving stuff, but it's like what are what are these assertions based on? What is your line of logic? Like, right. can you know? Because like you know, someone says you know Aikido shit. Um, it's like okay, okay, fine point you've made. Um, now now Good please point. explain right. to right. me right. what it is that shit about it. And and you know, I mean, nine times out of ten, I'll probably agree with right. someone you, who makes right, that right. statement. But it's like you should be able to quantify that. And I think most people want to just make statements, and they don't. They don't know why they think that thing. Mm-hmm. People love to make statements. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Well, we like, it, it really isn't good for us. And it's not good for us inside the Aikido community. I mean, it's, it's one of the things I'm really against because it's it's why we have delusional ideas about what we are as Aikido practitioners. You know, like, oh, my teacher could flip seven ninjas and blah, 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 blah. And and it's like, you know, we don't know that that's and, true. And, and How right, would that right. happen? And well, that's and that's the proof, right? Like, and I think a lot of, of what um, – we use as proof of for ourselves is that kind of stuff well, right that hearsay like obviously obviously it works because you know it's the the thing um 
I remember uh, Gary Busey talking about uh, training with Steven Seagal uh -huh. on uh, whatever the movie uh, Under Siege, and uh, talking about how you know Steven Seagal did some magic to him and he flew through, you know flew across the thing or whatever. Um, and I think people use that as like their proof. See, well, Gary Busey was impressed. Gary, Gary Busey. I love the, Gary Busey. You know? And so that people use that as their instead of really being able to sit down and like logic logic out um, exactly why or why not this thing could work or even why or why not it could do what people say it does. Right. And, you know, so one of the quick things, the quick proofs of this is uh, people like to say, oh, OK, well, then just uh, fight a guy who does uh, wrestling or a guy who does MMA. And and then that will be the proof. Right. And and this is loaded with so many problems. It's ridiculous. Right. So, like, the first problem is what rule set would one be under? Right. right. So, like, you know, okay, just fight an MMA guy. Well, if it's by an MMA rule set, then, then clearly um, – the MMA guy should win. And like, you know, there's no other system in the world that should win. And if that system won, then that system should be what MMA is now, right, you right, know, like, right. <clears throat> but you have a, a, a set of rules that's, that's, or a context. I don't even say a set of rules because I'm not trying to say that like, you know, oh, if you take out eye gouging, then MMA's bullshit, right, you know, like, right, I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying that like, there's a context. The context is one-on-one -on -one in a confined right. environment where no one else can intercede. And, and these are the kinds of things that are allowed and not allowed. Um, and that's the MMA, you know? And so, so if you say that and then people say, well, all right, we'll play by any rule set you want. And I'm like, all right, well then I'm going to just shoot you. As soon as you come right. to attack, I'm going to shoot you. Right. And, and, and that's my Aikido is shooting you in the face. It's right. like, well, then I'll shoot you in the face. And then clearly we'll quickly <laughs> see that the guy who knows to shoot guns better, you know, right? right. USPS or uh, you know USP whatever, yeah, the, any of those things are um Sport are uh, pistol. What, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that USP? Uh, I was like, it's US Sport Postal Service. Pistol. Anyways, anyways, whatever. S -S Some kind of yes, yes uh, I don't know. Whatever. whatever. The competitive <laughs> shooting guys. Um, those those guys. Not the post office. Yeah. Well, from <laughs> what I hear, those guys could really tout a pistol. Um, anyways, but no offense, post office. Um, don't quit bringing me letters. Um, right. Anyways. But but like you quickly see that it's like, oh, well, so then guns are the best and you go, oh, well, then, you know what I mean? So you could chase this forever, right. this right. this contextual problem. You could chase it forever. And and yeah, but I think the problem is most people don't even get that far with it. You know, like most people don't even would never even get anywhere into that. that and, and that's a problem like kind of across it's not just a problem with Aikido, it's across all martial arts because it's like, the, it's the same thing in kind of reverse of people who are like, MMA is the best or whatever, or whatever sport is. Whatever, doesn't matter You what know, is, wrestling, yeah. whatever, whoever, you know, is the best. And it's like, oh, okay, well, how do we, how do we begin to prove that? Right. And you were talking about, Chris, that someone was, was um, making an argument about uh you know a, a person wielding a katana versus a person who uh, wielding a rapier uh -huh. um and proving which one would would right. win right um and that is a situation where you 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 could logically go through and 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 say who would come out 
on top, right? right? Like, I mean, right. So, so you know, here's the thing, and this is why it's so complicated because, because okay, so let's let's yeah, let's take Aikido off the table for a second because Aikido is really complicated. But let's say two sword dueling systems, right? So, so you could take Kendo, where the basic rule set of Kendo is: I take my Shinai and I um, batter you with a Shinai, and you try not to hit me back. And then uh, Sport Rapier from like Hema or some some system, you know, Italian system, whatever. And 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 and, and that guy does a similar kind of thing, right? Now, the first big giant problem we have with this is still there's a ruling compatibility that's going to cause us all kinds of trouble because Kendo is just about taking the first shot, whereas Sport Hemo will account for afterblow. So, you know, I don't want to get into a technical discussion, right, but, but but so we'd have to hammer out a set of rules that we agree right. upon. Whose rules are we playing right, under? Right. What's the world we're in? And and I think I think we could we could because they're both dueling systems hammer out a set of rules that we could agree upon, right? So right, yeah. so we could potentially do this because still the the context is so similar. It's like both both sword things and both dueling things, and so we'll just agree upon a set of rules. So we could sit down and hammer out a set of rules, okay? So that's that's fantastic. All right, now, after we do that, we could talk logically about what the weapons do. Sorry, really quickly. Are we assuming that these two uh, competitors are of the same yeah. relative yeah. skill level? This is a really good This is a good question, actually, we should talk about first. So, so first of all, you have to consider... That person's representative ability of their system of right. swordsmanship, right? Yes. So, so is the Italian? So we'll just say Italian raper. Is the Italian rapier rapierist? Is he a good exponent of his system? Right. Would right. all rapierists of uh, the Italian variety look go, at him and go, "This guy knows what he's this guy's doing." Yeah, what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then also, would the kendo guy be the same? Right. All right. Now, even if we found two people that both systems somehow got together and agreed that these guys are good representations. Right of their system, there would still be a problem figuring out the physicality differences between these two people. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if the 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 rapierist they had was twice the athlete that the, the kendo person was, then we would have a real problem. Right. We have an elderly kendo guy sure. versus a young sure. rapiersman. Exactly right. Um, any kind of physical difference. <laughs> okay. And then we have to have, and this is the... Um, the, the thing I brought up on a podcast before about the um, why football players are better at football than, than bicyclists are better at bicycling, right? Uh -huh. And that's because how much time has been spent developing the system itself. So the system itself that these guys are representative of are on the same level of sophistication, right? right. So, so meaning if we had two systems that are both doing their own thing, um, how how long have they had to master their system, right? right. So, you know, a 300-year-old system that's got a good lineage of young people every generation coming through and working really hard and getting good at is going to do better than something that's been around for 30 years and had, you know, so, right. so we, we have a real problem there. Okay, so that's something else we got to hammer out. All right, now, if we hammer out their representational ability of their systems, their physical differences, and we make some kind of rule set for it, and then we figure out the sophistication difference between the two systems... <laughs> Then we could go through and we could talk about the advantages and disadvantages of each weapon, right? Um, yes. And and so your your ability to understand what's going on should lead you to be able to make points and counterpoints logically about why you think it is good or why you don't think it is good. Essentially, what you're doing right now is creating a uh, thought experiment. Um, like a literal scientific experiment where you're controlling for all of the variables that you don't want to measure. Right. So we don't, we're not measuring right now right. how physical they are, how um, how long the system's been around, 
um, you know, how tall they are, all that other stuff, right? right, right? right. We're not measuring that. We're measuring how the systems line up against each other, the, the swords and the systems. You right. know what I mean? Right, that's right. And so we we all, I think what you're making, the point you're making is that like we all need to be able to start thinking on that level about martial arts scientifically. You know what I mean? Right. Make these problems. And we don't even actually maybe even need to you know, create in real life the situation where the rapiersman fights the the kendo guy. Like, we can just talk about it and think about it as long as we're controlling for those other variables. I mean, you know, theoretical physics does this all the time, where they do a bunch of math and go, there should be a phenomenon like this in the universe. Right. And then maybe we've never seen it. But we, you know, and that's like black holes are are an example of that. We didn't know there were black holes because we saw one, right? Um, We knew it because uh, some calculations were done and like, oh, this probably has happened, so these probably exist. And then lo and behold, we start studying and we're all, oh, we we think we've actually seen them and they do exist, you know? just do that like like people that study like evolution stuff go like oh there's a gap in the tree over here where they're darwin did that yeah right. yeah yeah where he said yeah these kinds of species should exist right and then he was delighted when someone would send them into him yeah right so we should be able to do that with martial arts we should but but we have to have the ability to quit doing everything with hearsay like josh was saying you know about like just oh my master can flip 40 people like right and here's the thing is, like, I think what's difficult about that is then people go, well, if you can't trust what uh, someone tells you, if you can't trust your teacher who you who you think is a master who you trust, if you can't trust that person to tell you uh, something that's true, then how can you trust anyone? How can you know anything if you have to find everything out for yourself? You know what I mean? And then I think that's the, the, the difficulty of, um, of science is that you when, when you get into a field of something that's been scientifically proven you are constantly trusting other people's work so that you can build upon their work so that you can yes. not start from you know does a, a point do, do two points create a line right like, right no one not everyone has to go through that process because we've already decided yes two points create a line and, and that's why we can uh, know that the earth is not flat right and that's yeah. the thing is like this is why we have flat earthers is <laughs> right. those are the kind that's the kind of people you get when you go don't trust anyone like you have to figure out everything out for yourself then you get people that are like i don't believe the earth is round and then you know they right. have to and, and, re- do everything and for the, themselves right and the problem with that is they are not sophisticated enough to do everything for themselves so right. then they're right. just stuck in this weird thing where they're like um well i i don't believe that the world is round but i can't tell you why it's not you know right and that's a lot where i feel like with aikido that's the, the situation we're in where it's like People know either that it works or that don't it doesn't work, but they're not sophisticated enough to have figured that out for them. You right. know, to, to, to create to the now, tests to, to now go out yes. and and lay and lay the framework for why they're saying this right, thing. right, and right. And so what we're not saying is that you shouldn't trust you you know masters in the field. It's just that I don't think that there are masters in the field enough of them yet to create a body of work that is repeatable and trustworthy and and provable no bi mean? no pro bi trust but verify mm. perfect yeah. yeah yes yeah you said that way easier than i, I did <laughs> but but it, it's a, it's a tricky thing right so like you know I, I i've thought a lot about flat earthers um because you know it's i like to be able to explain stuff to people and so when i discovered um, people questioned that the earth was, was round or not. I, 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 the first thing I did was I spent about 45 minutes thinking about it for myself and going, how can I prove to myself that the earth isn't flat, you know? 
And then when I came up with my answers, so okay. And so then I started to read more of their stuff. And, and it's really interesting because a lot of them don't have enough foundation in thinking, like logically thinking. And I, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but just like logically thinking through problems that they can like assess um, yes. how that's happening. And then um, a lot of them who who can do that, they can logically think through the problem. They they really don't know how to like create an experiment um, of, of a reasonable design that, that will give them valid results back repeatedly so they can trust those results you know right um and and so there's all kinds of crazy stuff and and there's some of them i mean that I, i'm really excited about there's a few of these guys who they they eventually kind of became scientists right like so yeah so citizen they, scientists right and like they, they would create these they would logic through yeah. it and they would create these results and then they would go okay wait hang on that doesn't match up with what i suspect which is that they were this flat and so let me get a little more into it and a little more into it and a lot of these guys spent a lot of money and a lot of time and they ended up getting the same answers basically that right, science right. has had for a long time but they had to do exactly what maya was talking about which is like to work through every single thing themselves step by step by step and I think if they had had a little bit more, like, ability to kind of, like, get on top of, like, how do I logically think about it? How have other people logically thought about it? And can I read their information and trust, basically, what they're saying? It's like there's a – they are not trusting their ability to critically read someone else's proof. You know what I mean? Because for those guys that are like, I need to, do you know, do these scientific tests myself to see if the earth is round or flat – um, they could have read papers and papers that have been written on why the earth is round. Um, but they, they must have not trusted themselves to be able to evaluate if what that scientist was saying was logical and made sense or not. Or, right. you know what I mean? Yes. Evaluate what someone else did. Right. They can't logic through that part, you know? Right, right. Or but for it, some reason they don't trust the... I think with the flat earthers, I think there is some some sort of... There's a, a mistrust of the, the the so-called experts. Right. You know. Yeah. Which it, in some ways is the same. I mean, It's we, overtrust, right? Right. Right. And I, what I'm saying is like I think for the guys that – the ones that you're talking about right now that, that ended up becoming citizen scientists, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I like that term. I, I like that, yeah. Holy shit. It's a, yeah. it's a term that exists. Does oh, yeah. Really? Oh, I've never a, heard – oh, I love it. It's wonderful. What there a wonderful are some people term. who, who – uh, are out there doing like scientific citizen stuff. scientists yeah. they cool. need badges yeah Ooh. they need badges citizen scientist I feel, league i feel like chris is uh stumbling onto something that we might be getting in trouble with soon <laughs> like when you're like some you'll be like hey guys we're gonna go do some science experiments now <laughs> oh god here's another rabbit hole we're going down guys uh, yeah um <laughs> so i expect for... that podcast coming out <laughs> These guys, the ones that you're talking about, like clearly they they proved through them to themselves and everyone else that they did not lack the logic because they did the they they they, they did the, the experiment right. they did the work you know what I mean yeah. so I, for that particular group of people I don't think that they lacked the logic but I think like Josh is saying they lacked the trust, the trust and the analytical ability to read someone else because I think that is a separate skill to be able to look at someone else's work and 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 step by step walk with them through right. that right. person's right. experiment right. And, yeah. and be able to look at something and go oh this is this is a source that can be trusted for this versus some and you know in aikido or in martial arts i'm sure you can see that because there are a million people who uh have done and if you're online you are probably talking to them uh who say that they have done martial arts or had this experience or had that experience or whatever whatever Mm -hmm. 
how many of those can actually be trusted for you to be able to start making a critical uh, assessment, right? So do, do you trust the sensei, your sensei, sensei, sensei? Or, you know, do you trust the, you know, black dragon uh, Cobra Kai shop down the, the road or whatever, you right. know? Right. Um, or is that someone you can trust to make a judgment on whether or not this thing works in the way that they're saying it does. And I think the other thing that you're starting to touch on is like the hearsay part of it. You know what I mean? Like your sensei, sensei, sensei told your sensei, sensei. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and then your well sensei, done. sensei told your sensei and your sensei told you. Um, right? These stories and it's, it's all like word of mouth. Like that's the other problem is like for people that even would be interested in um, evaluating stuff that other people saying and not necessarily having to repeat it themselves, like they can't because it's right. a where, lot of stuff is, is just it? stories that right. aren't you know that are retold through magical means you know that that right. are flowerly right. Right. written right. or aren't written down at all. Right. You know what I mean? And, so, and, and the problem is we don't have the framework to understand what they were saying, anyways. Right. You know, like so right. you know, Osensei says, "Well, of course my system's good for for martial arts," and people say he was lying. There are lots of reasons he could be telling the truth and it not match up with what you think. You know, right. like what do you think the context he's talking about is? What context is he actually talking about? Is what does work mean? What does he want to do? What do you want to? You know. And I, I think to me, if if I had to point put my finger on the number one enemy of martial artists getting to the bottom of what martial like the science of martial arts, it would be assumptions because all of the citizen martial artists, so to speak, we're all we're making all natural... Right, we're I mean, we all are. Um, <laughs> Those guys don't need badges. <laughs> they do not. No. Well, we've got our hot-ass gi pants. I got a gi, man. I got that a, is our, I our got badge. my hakama and like, I'll, I'll put it on for you. Um, I'm a black belt, actually. Martial in three martial arts. I'm going to start using that as a derogatory term. Oh, you citizen martial artist, you get out of here. You get out of here out of here citizen scientist is great citizen martial artist not so great um (laughs) (laughs) anyway there was a point that you had yeah Yeah, sorry i'm sorry um that we totally lost it's just that we're all constantly making assumptions assumptions. and that's what you're saying with ueshiba story and why we can't evaluate it for what it is is because we're going well i'm assuming that ueshiba meant the same thing by martial art as i mean by martial art and he's wrong and that's right. the end of it. Right. Duh, you know? And there's so many steps that you have taken without realizing that you've taken them. You know, yes. you've gone to point from point A to point 30, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think even just clarification of, of context is yes. really, really hard because, you know, understand that all martial arts are built for different contexts, even even ones that are similar. Like I said, you know, comparing Kendo and, and, and Italian rapier, it's like... They might seem like they're both just sword fighting, but when you look at them, it's like the the, the rule sets and the structures are are right. very different for specific reasons. Not you know? to mention, we're dealing with historical like like time barriers. We're dealing with cultural barriers, you know, language barriers, like all of that communication across to different things. Like we're having to to sift through all of that stuff. Yes, and so even who Ueshiba lived, you know essentially a couple generations ago like that's not that far you know it's all things considered all yeah. things considered in the in the you know the time of martial arts it's relatively short like he's still you know a culture away a language away um a spirituality away you know right like 
right. a time away. Like that's all. There's four le- le- levers, levels there right. that are uh, making it difficult for us to understand what the fuck he was talking right. about. Exactly right. And so in some ways it's and, like, well, we have to let go of what the fuck right. he was talking about and figure it out for ourselves. Right. Yeah, because uh, if, if, for instance, he is a person that we are looking for to for proof, right, to say that, like, this thing works and we know it works because there was a guy who did it, then we have all those problems that Maya was just talking about, um, you know. So he did it, but what what is all of right. that? What I mean, is, what is all of that? That mean? in and of itself is a huge leap to make, is that that guy did it, and thus his system is effective. Because yes. that guy could be from fucking Mars. I right. mean, he could have right. snuck right. over here from another right. planet and well, have all so kinds of superpowers. So yeah, who I knows? That's you know? a huge problem. I see this a lot, and this is what I see, you know. I, this is the biggest problem I always have when I'm watching videos online of X or Y instructor doing awesome shit. Um, it's like, that guy can do cool stuff. Right. That is correct. I can see that. That right. is awesome. That doesn't mean anything. Because that- just because that guy can do stuff doesn't mean that that stuff is good for anything or that it can be used that you can use it in the same way that he does or anything else you know so i think there's so often we we do we put a we put the proof on a person that's right yes and 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 you can't and there is no proof in that especially if we're talking about a system right like you know like and i guess you could you know so i've seen people do this and it's real cool like um they'll take uh i wish i could remember the name of the channels there's youtube channels and they'll take boxers and they'll um take excerpts from you know a bunch of different fights they've had and they'll show basically their boxing system Mm -hmm. right so they'll say oh when the guy throws a jab this is the consistent move and this leads to this and this and they'll basically show you what their game is and that's cool and and you could do that but just because that guy can play that game doesn't mean that you can play that game or any other human you know they could be freak shows right like super genetic freaks right 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 he might be faster he might be his smarter or yeah exactly right faster than you know any yeah and so I think the second thing that we're coming to, aside from like you have to, you know, uh, do the scientific method essentially, which is create an experiment and follow it all the way through and then find your conclusion. You also, those experiments have to be repeatable. Yes, that's exactly right. And that is a, a pillar of science is that you have to be able to repeat it with multiple situations. That's exactly right. I'll tell you, this thing times. this thing that you're pointing out here is why so many people are delighted with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because it's basically low impact. Yep. And relatively slow, right? So slow compared to like boxing or sword fighting or something. Um, and so you can do it a whole lot and watch it unfold. And so you can develop a game that's very consciously able to achieve. You know, you can watch it and go, okay, I need to get better at this and this. So it's easy to do. And so once you have a good game, then you can use that against other people within the context of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and you'll be really good. And so right. it's delightful to watch that happen. Right. And also that would that would you that that is also provable. Yes. Over, you know. Right, right. So you can Right. And as long as we keep ourselves from making this leap, which is because it's provable in the context of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right. doesn't mean that it's now right. Right. self-defense or boxing right. or anything else, right. you know? Like, and I think that's the that's that's the leap that the next leap that comes in. It's like, okay, so we can prove that within you can prove that within the context of uh, the system, or with the yeah the within the context the system works because we 
we train these things into people and the people who train them for a long time get really good and they can beat people uh, in, the, in the context. But then we take that and go, and therefore it's good across all for everything context yes right right for example so like if you you know so if we decided okay brazilian jiu-jitsu is good at repeating uh creating new brazilian jiu-jitsu players that are that good are good. at brazilian right. jiu-jitsu absolutely right? is. in yes. the gym which is in, right which is yes. true and it is and you can prove it right. right absolutely and we can all agree like they're like a system has been created that that creates these these guys that are good at what they do in the gym for these rules this rule set um and then to jump to self def- a self defense situation you're essentially going from an experiment with a bunch of you know you've you've you created the boundaries of the experiment and what the controls are and what the different variables are and now you've jumped to another uh context where uh, there are way more open you know unpredictable variables there that are no longer controlled and to assume that it's going to come out exactly the, con- the same right, right. You know that the guy is going to be able to perform exactly the same under a completely different set of variables is a wild conclusion. And so then I'm I'm sure that the response to that would be, well, look, we have proof. Take a look at YouTube. Here are videos of guys doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu um, on YouTube. You know, you can find Against, a fair yeah, amount yeah. of them, right? But then you have to go. How many videos are there? You know, is there a selection bias? You know, are we choosing certain videos? Are those the videos that are right. are are stellar? Are the yeah. ones you're that are only, being put on right. YouTube? You're only going to see the good videos because no one's putting the video of right. a guy exactly getting right. his exactly. ass. So right. like, <laughs> you, you know, we have to start looking like at the at the metadata <laughs> right. stuff, right. which is like, okay, yes, we can we can show yeah. that this is proof that something happened. And the selectional bias is yeah. almost always based on. It being the situation that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu trains for. Right. Which is, I mean, of course we're going to get confirmation bias because we're looking for the very thing that we're finding. Right. You know, and like, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu club, because there's a, a lot of people out there right now going, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is awesome. They're constantly looking for proof that it is indeed awesome. And I'm not doubting that it is awesome, but we're all, everyone's geared towards looking for that. Right. That's exactly right. And we cast aside any data that doesn't already agree with the point that it is awesome and that it works in self-defense and that you can submit someone random on the street with it. Someone had posted uh, on uh, one of my uh, Aikido videos where I was talking about basically how Aikido doesn't have grappling really. And um, this guy had said, um, I want to come to your school and try my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu against your Aikido grappling. And to which I responded, um, Aikido doesn't have grappling. You should watch the video. Um, and then uh, someone else had commented, you should actually take your Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to situations where there are multiple attackers and people with knives. And I was like, see, ding, that's, ding, ding. That, that's like that's the right thinking, which is like there is a different context. So you want to create the same context that you know your stuff works in. Right. And I agree with you that it works in that. And and I agree that Aikido is bad for that. Like you shouldn't – Aikido people shouldn't be grappling grapplers because there's no grappling in it. But at the same time, if you believe that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the final word, then take it out of its context. And you'll quickly find that, of course, it doesn't answer those things. And and this is, again, but then people go, but a person can be a grappler and in, you know, an Aikido, an Aikidoka, you know? Like, sure, well, course. I can do both. And it's like, yes, yes, because a person is not a representation right. of a system only. That's exactly right. 
And I am a mixture of a whole bunch of different things, and I can choose to utilize whichever system at whatever time. And as a complete martial artist, you should study multiple systems, yes. but you and need to understand what the limit of your context is. And that's like, that's an important part of getting on top of this. You know, like yeah. if you want to be able to logically work your way through what works and what doesn't work, you have to understand what work is for. Like if you don't understand yes. what work is for, you're never going to get what a good answer. What does work mean? Right. right. What does right. work mean? And that's why. It, oh, just I, winning fights. Right. And I know that it seems annoying to a lot of people because sometimes I'll do this where people, you know, make these, uh, you know, propositions, these grand propositions in various martial arts groups. And, and they're like, oh, well, Aikido definitely does work because X. And it's like, what what does work mean? You know, what are you defining as Aikido? Because you could decide that Aikido is suddenly whatever it is that you do. And then in that case, well, then it works for everything because you've done all these martial arts. And so, right. you know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, think about what stuff means. We should essentially throw out the word works or, like, trying to figure out if something works. We, we need to quit thinking about that. And yeah. just just think about how what problems arise for the situation you're thinking about mm -hmm. yes. and then how can those problems be overcome and then do we have proof that that can be overcome or not historically and if we don't and we still really suspect it can happen can we go out and make proofs ourselves right. of yeah. that right i mean the least thing that you have to do when it comes to using certain terms like vague terms like work and energy and ike and martial art and all of those things which seem concrete to us either we all need to agree on what the what they mean because that's what the scientific world does is they go this is what right this is how we physics, use this word this, this is what definition of this means, word you know uh this is what gravity means like we either all need to decide or then everybody all the time whenever they're making you know uh propositions or they're you know they're they're making claims they need to be able to define exactly what they mean by those things right right either way it doesn't matter right. which one it is we just all need to be on the same page otherwise you're just blowing smoke up people's asses right. like you're just saying shit right <laughs> and it means nothing it means nothing so Wait, yeah so uh, so if, if we wanted to know if Aikido's bullshit or if it works, uh, how would we go about it then? Uh, you'd have to decide, first of all. Well, well, you can start in different places. It depends where you want to I start. I mean, first, I think you gotta, you got to set the context. you got to yes. set the parameters yes. for the thing that you want to do. Right. Um, and once you have that, then you can, then you can set forth fig figuring it out. And so for us, I think we have some of those parameters, you know, which is like... Um, you know, multiple attackers, um, uh, not fighting, you know, like, right, I mean, there's, right, right. there's some things. Um, yeah. And, and then you, and then you go into it and you just, you start plugging away, uh, and designing, uh, you know, drills and things that you can do to, 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 to prove if, if the things are working the way that they they should or not right so i, I think uh, right there like you have a really key thing which is like once you set up your your parameters of what you want your system to do or what you think your system does or why you think your system is a system then if you want to compare it to other systems you could just simply plug those parameters into another existing system and say does it do that or not you know and so like for example if you know part of our criteria of and you know i've got a set of tenants you guys can look at if you want and, and that's how our school system is built but if you want to say hey brazilian jiu-jitsu well one of our tenants is multiple attackers well grappling one-on-one -on -one is inherently not good at dealing with multiple attackers right. so that system won't do that thing and so in that context brazilian jiu-jitsu 
wouldn't work. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like for I depending on what you want to do for Aikido or for whatever, you could either decide this is the context that I'm looking at and I'm looking for a practice. It doesn't have to be Aikido, but I sure do like Aikido. Sure. Um, this is the context that I need that I need skills for. You know, I want to be able to uh, use a weapon and um, punch people and whatever it is. Right. That, this is right. what I'm looking for. And then you find the system or set of systems that, that you know, that applies well to those situations. Right. Or you go, I'm going to take the syllabus of Aikido as it currently is. And then you go, where does it plug in? Right. You right. know, and I mean, let that me would, try multiple attackers. Let that, me try on the ground. Let that, me try uh, with uh, weapons. There would be a simple thing in there. You you, you say like, oh, I want to do, uh, I want to do, uh, I want to learn to punch people, right? And then you look at Aikido and you go. Um, does it fit? Does it, are there any punches? No. Okay, right. that should tell you what you need to know Im- almost immediately. Right. Like, almost immediately, you should easily go. You should go. Oh, there's no punches, so maybe I don't want to do. You know. Right. And and right. it's not going to work. Now, if you wanted to go to the flip side of that, you could go. Oh, but what kind of attacks does Aikido have? Right. And, and why right. does right. it have those particular attacks? Right. So it has something that looks like a punch that isn't really a punch. What is that? And and. And I think that's how you learn. You will learn more about the system. That's right. A- along with proving, quote unquote, what it what it's good for. You know. Let's reiterate what you guys both said here, because I think this is really valuable stuff. Is it's like if you want to have success in your martial arts studies, right, works or whatever, you should do take one of two approaches, which is a understand what you want from a system. Whatever it is, it's cool. I want to learn sword fight. I want to box. I want to wrestle. I want to box and wrestle. I want to whatever. And then go study systems that talk about that thing. So that is that is one probably good way to find success. The other good way to find success is take a system and then plug other things into it and see if it works at that or not, right? And so that's what Josh was saying about like, you know, if, if, if you're studying Aikido, you shouldn't assume at all that it's good for punching and kicking because there isn't any punching and kicking in it, right? So so it's like, mm, that, that doesn't exist, so that's a bad choice. So those are the two ways of success. And unfortunately, what most people do is they pick a system, they learn a system, and then they assume it works at whatever they context want. they want yes so they're like oh i know you know taekwondo um and it's great at bunching and kicking and sword forms and uh climbing mountains and surviving in the woods and fighting bears and you know like because it's like well i know taekwondo and you know you can laugh at that but the truth is i think when people learn a more short system they're pretty sure that it does everything right right or at least the everything that they think that they may need from it Right, but I think that that a lot of times is limited, um, especially when it comes to self defense, defense, and and people's idea of what a self defense situation may even play out as. You know, because I do think there's a lot of people that are like, I think Brazilian jiu jitsu is good and boxing is good for self defense because uh, if someone attacks me, I can punch them really hard and grapple them to the ground and break their arm or whatever. Right. Um. And, and, you know, in, and that may work in some cases, but that's a very limited, like, having that work out in the way that you think it's going to is very, very, a very limited 
part of that entire self-defense right. box, you right, know? Right, I mean, it, we have a hard time when we say self-defense. And I mean, this is a, it's a dirty word. Like really, self-defense is a dirty word because it's like, uh, it's a legal term and it's, it's really vague and uh, contextually it's about every context on earth. So like, it's really hard to get it. Um, but like just you could just take out parts you want and i think that's you know until you're a martial artist you probably shouldn't worry about self-defense or <laughs> I, I i don't even know what i don't even know what to tell people because because it's just so much to hammer out do you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying like look i mean i think what, what you're getting at is exactly right and we're coming at this from the assumption that people want to think a lot about what they're doing and i think most people don't want someone that. to just tell them right. here's what you need go do it and i think for the most part find somebody who doesn't seem like a total scammer and fucking listen to <laughs> listen to their advice and just go do it and you'll be you'll be good you'll be that's, right yeah, that's pretty sound yeah. advice like, actually yeah, you yeah, know yeah. but i mean for somebody that wants to think about well, what do i need for self defense like you're saying it's a long road because well, and, it, you, and, you can dig really far into it and and for somebody who uh, is um, spouting off uh, online or otherwise about knowing a bunch about martial arts you better fucking think about you it you better you better think about it. yeah right you, you better be able to to sort of back it up or at least be able to go at a certain point oh i, uh, I don't know yeah i don't right. I, I don't know enough about that right you know right um one or the other but if you're spouting off and then it just comes down to like well yeah because i just it does i right. know you know right if it gets to that point then it's there's something there's something amiss. Going back to the topic of proving Aikido, I think, to me, the assumption, if we're talking about proving Aikido, is that we have settled that we want to stick with Aikido. And so if that's the case, then the kind of proof that we'll be doing is holding on to what already exists right. within Aikido. Yes. And that is that is not a variable. That is a set, or that's not a, a variable that can change. That is a set variable. We hold on to that. Um, because otherwise we're, it's going to be like, um, you know, like trying to hold water in your hands. Like it's going to like yeah, be impossible to, to nail things down. Yeah. And this is, this is my big bitch about hybridizing and, and I tried to do it because I'm stupid. Um, but when you're trying to stick to a thing, Aikido, right. And then add all the other things that you think will make it better. Uh, it's like trying to hold water, you know, it's just, there's too much going on. You can't figure out what, what it's good for. Yeah. So, so you have to nail down like whatever it is, whatever version of Aikido, because there's, there's plenty of different syllabuses and takes on what Aikido is. Just pick one and go, this is what I'm sticking with for now. I'm not going to mess with it. And I'm going to go, where does it fit? Right. And what, what she means by that is not what people say it does, but what the forms actually are. Like what the, the what, literal what syllabus. is contained inside the syllabus right? of the system. We do Ikkyo, Nikkyo, Sankyo, right, Yankyo. Right, this right. is what it Show looks me, like. Yeah. This is how we do it. This is what is literally on the paper, you know? Right, right. And then you go, let me try a situation where someone um, tries to lunge and stab me. What what does Aikido say? What does the Aikido answer that? And I think that's how you could go out like – yeah, you know, I, did, having I did it the, for 20 years. Right. But I mean, like, this is the literal, like, proving Aikido bit of it, which is, like, the actual experimentation part of it. Like, you know, what what does Aikido tell me about this situation? What does Aikido tell me about this situation? And sometimes the answer is nothing. It's not right. in the syllabus. Right. And I think that's the that's the trick and that's the, the what you have to be careful about. And this gets back to, like, the, the we did a video, and uh, I think we did, of, like, you know, cut a guy off a jab. What does Aikido tell you about 
code of, uh, about dealing with the jab. Nothing, right? Because it's outside of the context. So don't try to put it. Don't don't try to do jab. Don't try to do jabs and then go like. <laughs> You know, because you know that it doesn't work with jabs because it's not in the system. Right. Right. Or that you know you're saying? not trying to do a technique off of a jab. Rather, the technique, quote in quotes, that you would be doing would be, um, you know, creating a new angle or creating distance or something that's not code of guy. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like if your brain is too, and this is the thing, is you have to start examining, you know, they put it in scientific papers. Every single paper you write, you have to put it in there, which is like, uh, your own scientific bias or whatever it is. And so examine your own bias and go, am I looking f- too much for a technique right. to do rather right. than for a general principle that is still within right. Aikido? You know what I mean? Right. Because so you would have to, you would have to approach it like this, like, okay, what, well, what does Aikido say about jab? Well, it doesn't say nothing. It doesn't say anything, but at the same time, it does say something, which is don't be in distance for them to ever throw a jab. Right. I mean, yeah. So, like, because it's absence of saying anything about jabs, it right. tells you that for some reason, in the context of Aikido, jabs are not important. Right. And so you have to figure that out. And 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 the, that reason is because that right. it's, if if you were doing Aikido appropriately, the distance for someone to throw a jab should not arise. Right. And so, it, look, it, I think it'd be really easy in this. This is a great example to go. Oh man, the people that made Aikido probably just didn't know what the fuck they were talking about, mm-hmm. and they didn't think of jabs at that time. So look, I think that's a valid. People didn't do that. There, there were, right. People didn't throw punches. Never, back in the day. never it happened. I mean, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's a valid thought that you could have. That that maybe um, historically they didn't know about that, or that's a you know a new thing. But for right now, what you had decided, what we just talked about, is that you're going to stick with the syllabus of Aikido right right now and not question that part of it. Because once you start questioning that part of it, that also becomes a variable. And then you start going, well, should we change the syllabus? Because the people who made it didn't know what they were doing. If you're so stuck on dealing with jabs, then learn a system with jabs. Right. You know, if, if it comes that down to it that you're like... thing that we talked yeah, about Yeah, exactly before. right. Yeah. So if, if if you're in your study of Aikido and you're like, well, Aikido doesn't say anything about jabs, um, so the conclusion is, I the conclusion I have is that um, they didn't know anything about jabs, so that's why it's not in there. Don't think that it's your job to add anything, especially if you don't already know anything about jabs. Right. Then what you are is you're a person who wants to know about jabs. Now, right. I, I personally, this is exactly what I did. I, I don't know anything about grappling, so I went and learned grappling. I don't know anything about boxing. So I went and learned boxing. I don't know anything about swords. So I went and learned swords. And so when you learn those other systems, you can then decide. And yes. and and so most of the time what you're going to get, if the system was well put together, is that it's not included for a reason. Yes. Not just because they didn't know about it, but it's just not included for a reason. And then once you solve the reason. So what you're basically trying to do is rematch the syllabus to the context. Yes. So you can either pick your context first and pick a system that's known to work in that context or pick your system and then find the context it fits inside of. And I think that there's a, it's natural to have doubts about the system as you're going through it because you're going to go, well, this doesn't make any sense or why is this like this? So, for example, the three of us were going through the uh, sword system 133. It's for sword and buckler. And we were basically kind of taking a bit of a... I mean, scientific approach is kind of a strong word, but like, not really. I mean, we were just going through the a, a, a logical, like right. a logical approach. Like we were. A, it's a book, and there's it translated from educated guesses. Educated, educated guesses. guesses, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's why I said it was a strong word. Huh? Yeah. But like, 
we're looking at the pictures that were drawn from these fucking monks from whatever it was, the 1300s or something, mm-hmm. and reading translated shit from Latin, which is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were doing the best we could to match what we were doing to what the words said and what the pictures looked like. And we had a lot of doubts, like, did the artist do this wrong? Did they not know how to sword fight? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And those are normal thoughts to have because we were like, this doesn't make any sense to what we know about sword fighting. But you have to put those thoughts on pause because it's like, well, this is all we have right now. And right. let's not jump to crazy assumptions or try to fix a system that we are not really familiar with right. yet. And so right. we had to go, well, let's assume that the artist is right and knew what he was doing. And let's, you know, assume, right. let's assume that the guys who were making writing the system down knew what they were writing to the best of their ability, you know. Yeah. And then we and, just and have to spoiler have alert: we found out they knew a lot about sword right. fighting yes. and and told us a bunch of shit we didn't know about sword fighting. We ended up learning something rather it's, than saying these monks are stupid. I think this is a thing too, where uh, people, if there's, and I may have said this on the podcast before, but you know, if there is a fa- if if a, we see a failure in the system, a lot of times we assume that it is a failure in the system instead of a failure in our knowledge right of, in us right. and 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 the truth is it's probably the the other way around you know um the the system is probably pretty well put together so if yeah. there's if you have a problem in it if there's a failure that you are seeing instead of saying like well i need to fix this you should maybe question like what do i not know right what how could how could this work um and then and kind of work backwards and i think you i mean it, one of the worst things that's happening in aikido right now is we have people who have you know less than a year experience in striking arts and they want to add striking to aikido or less than a year of grappling and they want to add grappling to aikido and also you know truthfully like if you're a person who has a whole lot of experience in grappling and aikido or striking and aikido either one like you really probably should be trying to figure out the context of aikido instead of adding something to it and just respect the two systems for what they are as individual things it's kind of like going um like i'm trying to improve um this relationship with this cat that i just adopted um that i got off the street it's a stray and I'm trying to figure out how to like hang out with this cat and have it be cool with me. I know I'll bring in a dog. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Well, that'll help the whole situation right. and totally make everything better. Well, on the internet, I see that everyone <laughs> just puts their cat in their lap and they pet it and the cat's happy. So that's what I'm going to do with this stray. But the stray always claws me. This cat must be broken and not know what a cat is. You know, like right. And and so it's like you you know like you gotta give it some time right. and work with it right. and right. not try and insert something brand fucking new into the equation and make it more complicated and scary right. you know right. okay we're at 49 minutes no that was uh we managed i felt like there was a little bit of a lull for half a second and then we got a second wind i feel like in this episode we'll i feel like we probably could keep talking about this like new shit would just keep oh, I'm coming sure. up i'm all night long yeah, I don't want to edit it that, so, so let's yeah. be done. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and thank our uh, patrons. Sure thing. Who make this whole thing possible again. They know it. I they feel like know we it. say it every week, but... Yeah, you should hear it every week. Yeah, we appreciate should, it. Yeah. Thank you so much to our patrons. Um, y'all make it possible for us to do this podcast. And um, if you would like to become a patron... Um, you can get on our Patreon. I believe it is linked in the podcast. And if it isn't, you can search us on patreon.com. Aikido Discussed. Aikido Discussed. Um, thank you so much to Chris, Protector of Ducks, Comouth, <laughs> Jeremy, Nick Bullman, Brad V, Yero Madrona, 
The Hatchet Man, oh. Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Marcin Chis, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Hilary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Aceto, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. Yaro is no longer no, crazy no. for spiders. Crazy what has happened? Spiders. I would love to. I'm, I'm curious. I want to know. It's a soap opera I want to see. Something happened. What happened? <laughs> the spiders. Spiders did him wrong. Spiders won. The spiders won, apparently. <laughs> Yaro can't stand spiders, but Jonah. <laughs> That's great. I like that. Oh, man. So, uh, for anyone who is new to the podcast, uh, you can subscribe. That'd be great. And then you'll just get it uh, every week. And you can also leave us a. Uh, comment or a review those are always really good and help us i don't know do they help us i'm sure they do help us but i mean what yeah do they, they do us? help us what actually do they, what do they get us i don't know they move um, us up on the the rankings they might get us a brand new car the power the power the aikido podcast power rankings yes where yeah do, where do we it's rank? a long list <laughs> No, um, no. I mean, it's, it's, it helps people to find us. Yes, it helps people stuff. to find us, and when people look at us, they go, "Hey, other people like that. I guess I'll like it too." Right. And and then you you push the uh, amount of people who say bad shit about us down a little yes, further. Yes, that's the that's main thing. true. Yeah. Um, and go ahead and tell your friend if you have friends. Tell who, your friends. Uh, tell your friends. I mean, who might be into and look. Uh, we talk a lot about I. We have an I. It's Aikido Sagas. That's the main thrust, but. We also talk about a lot of other uh, martial arts and martial arts in general. So it might turn into a cooking podcast you know, any moment. Yeah. So tell your tell your hard left turn anyway. end of cooking. Um, <laughs> a whiskey podcast. And, there you uh, go. That would be feel, all right. Yeah, that would be all hey, right. would we get free whiskey? Oh and yeah, shit we would. Like that? Oh, for sure. God. Maybe that's something we for should sure. look into. Um, so uh, feel <laughs> free to leave a to leave a comment uh, from uh, leave a comment for us on any of our social media or anything and we do a pretty good job i think of getting back to those and then uh talking about those on the episode if you have a question um because otherwise it's just going to be us picking topics and you're going to get this kind of thing again <laughs> maybe you like that maybe maybe you're i kind of that. enjoy i enjoy yeah, these uh, these yeah. madcap ones yeah. it's just yeah. wild madcap. west ones <laughs> shooting from the hip you yep yeah um all right so let's go with a tip of the week um, tip of the week. Oh, damn it. It was just on the tip of my tongue. She's been thinking about it all week. There's notes all no. around the house about it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> just lost it right now. I'm no, sure I did. I literally. Uh, a lot. Um, you I know, swear to God it was on the tip of my tongue. I think uh, a good tip would be um, think about what it means to, to, to prove Aikido for yourself. Like, what what... What you want out of it, and and how you how you prove to yourself on a daily basis whether yes. or not this thing works for you. And okay, so this is what it was. Um, also, on the other hand, find who you trust to give you information about Aikido, mm-hmm. and and why do you trust them? Mm-hmm. Um, because they're in a position of power over you. Because they're they old, have a really fun podcast that you they... enjoy listening to every week. <laughs> because they're really cool. Because they're just like. In your face all the time. But I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, can you read through their stuff? Can you listen to their material? Can you watch their material? And do they tell you why they believe the things that they do or how they've they've proven those things or how you can prove it for yourself? You know what I mean? Right, right, like, we need right. way more of that kind of stuff, you know, reproducible 
um, experiments, they whatever they be, big or small. Media literacy in the um, in the you know journalism. Are you media uh, literate? They right. call it media literacy, and it's just that idea of um, being. Can you um, critically assess the information you're taking in? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's you know both be able to work and prove something yourself, but also understand and read and process other people's information yeah. that they're giving you. I like it. Is that it then? We're going to be until next week, I guess, huh? Yeah, I think uh, right. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Sennheiser for making the beautiful uh, these HD 280 Pro. Oh, these, uh -huh. these, these are, headphones? Yeah. These headphones yeah. are awesome. Oh, yeah, they're I great. I like them. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. A yep. lot to like about yep. them. Yep. I'm also kind of a fan of these uh, microphones, although I'm not ready to give them a shout out yet. Okay. We're going to put them through some more paces. All right, very good. <laughs> If you're interested in starting a podcast, those are the things. Oh to yeah, buy. we yeah we, yeah we we got all your. Uh, We've tried some shit. We'll be able to tell you everything you need to know. Yep. yep. <laughs> all right, folks. <laughs> Next week.